Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Life for Wired podcast. Thank you guys for joining us on this Sunday, September 18th. Today's episode is going to be all about how you do one thing is how you do everything. And this is a topic that really hits home for Christina and I, as we know that this has both positively impacted our lives and negatively impacted our lives in kind of different ways. And this is what we're going to be talking about on today's episode. But before we begin, this episode is brought to you by Nash Nutrition. The Nash Bar is made with simple and nourishing ingredients. 20 grams of protein and is naturally sweetened with honey and dates. And guys, we've talked about it last episode, but these cinnamon maple pecan bars are out of this world. They actually remind me kind of of like a pecan pie alternative. And I love pecan pie. And these are just packed with flavor. I love them. We've been getting literally like boxes, three boxes and boxes this week. And I remember asking you once, like, you don't have a sweet tooth. And I'm like, what dessert do you like? And you were like, pecan pie. Like, that's the only one. So the fact that you have a version of that that's 20 grams of protein is unheard of. So you guys have to try this flavor. And if you guys use our code LifeRewire10, you will get 10% off of your entire order. And so on to today's episode, which is episode number 51, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So anytime I'm thinking of this topic specifically, I always relate it back to the idea of momentum. You know, whether you guys are focusing on positive habits most of the time or negative habits most of the time, those things are going to compound and basically become your norm, basically just become what it is you do on a daily basis, how you think on a daily basis, how you respond to events on a daily basis, All these things are being programmed at a subconscious level and our habits and the things that we do, the actions that we take are either reinforcing those negative habits or they're reinforcing those positive habits. And that all stems from momentum. You know, I think back to my life where I was, you know, well before doing what I was doing now when I was struggling kind of in my corporate job and trying to figure out, you know, what to do next. And I was really kind of going through it. And I knew that a lot of my habits and a lot of the actions I was taking during that time in my life were not facilitating the life that I ultimately wanted to live. You know, I was masking a lot of the things I was going through um, through negative practices or, or things that were not adding value to my life. And I started to pick up on these things and I started to realize pretty quickly that change needed to happen. You know, I started to reflect on how I was personally acting, you know, how I was masking my emotions, what, you know, substances I was using, such as drinking and and doing things like that to kind of mask and subdue the feelings I was having. And I was basically coming to the conclusion that change needed to happen and that a lot of these basically these habits that I was learning and these habits that I was instilling in my life were negatively impacting me and taking value away. And that's when, you know, I started to make that shift and I started to focus in on the personal development and it started to steamroll in the other direction. You know, I started to wake up at 5 a.m. and start getting that workout in and prioritizing my fitness. And then that snowballed into the positive habit of tracking and, and starting to really pay attention to my nutrition and, and making sure that my habits around what I was eating and around my nutrition were also feeding into you know some of the training and some of the fitness goals that I had. And then as I started to get deeper and deeper in that, it started to motivate me to make changes in other areas of my life with waking up earlier, with adding in a morning routine and just trying to get more accomplished in my 24 hours that I was given. And so that whole mindset just started to shift completely where, you know, once before all of those negative habits were building off one another to now I was starting to implement and develop a lot of these positive habits and positive routines as it pertained to making 
a big change in my life. And so that's just a, you know, another point to talk about too, where, you know, Christina and I, we started, you know, doing the work ourselves. We really started to, you know, pull back and focus in on, on personal development before we even met one another. You know, when we were individuals, when we weren't even a couple yet, you know, we individually started to work on some of these things and build these positive habits into our lives, which we're both very convinced played into the bigger picture of us even meeting and having a great relationship that, you know, we can now be so grateful for and proud of. And so I just want you guys to realize just how important all those little decisions are in your life, because sometimes those, those negative, those decisions that are negatively impacting our lives seem very insignificant. But when we, the more often, you know, we make those negative decisions, the more of that becomes our norm and the easier it gets to continue those negative habits. And so just like positive habits can work to your benefit and snowball, so can those negative habits. And so I would strongly encourage, you know, a lot of you guys out there listening right now to reflect on that. Are the habits you have today leading toward the future that you want? Or are they not? And those are some things that you guys need to reflect on. You know, are the habits that we have in this moment, in this day, leading us toward the life that we truly want to live? Or is it pulling us in the opposite direction? And that's something that is so important to reflect on because either way, it's going to compound. Either way, those habits and those things that we do every single day are going to compound toward the life we want or toward a life we may not necessarily want. And that's why getting very crystal clear on what it is that you guys are doing on a daily basis will feed into one of those two directions. And and you guys have to get clear on that. You have to get clear about not only where you want to go, but what you have to do day in and day out to eventually get there. Yeah, and I, as you were saying that, I thought of a perfect example of when I was doing things repetitively and things that did not align with my goals and it held me back into a life that like I was post-college and I had a vision of where I wanted to be like where I am now. So I was like, I feel like 25 is like a pivotal time for a lot of people to make life changes. It's kind of like a quarter life crisis, for example. So for me, back when I graduated college, I had like lack of boundaries in all areas. And when you have lack of boundaries with your nutrition, it translates to your lack of work-life balance. It translates to your lack of discipline in every single area of your life. The whole point of this episode is obviously, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I was treating my fitness with like honestly, not that much intention. So my business followed. I was trying to build a fitness business at this time, but I was doing all the things that college Chris did. I was going out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, tailgating Sunday, trying to build a business Monday morning and being like, why am I not seeing the growth I want? I was setting goals with my business coach. I was doing a vision board and I'm like playing with the what was me card because I wasn't doing the personal development. Once I started doing the personal development, I started to create boundaries and discipline with my nutrition and boundaries and discipline with my business. And I created that work-life balance of like, sometimes you do have to make sacrifices when it comes to building a business and also building a body that you, you know, that you're striving for. So you have to make sacrifices in the nutrition department. So once you kind of accept that and you treat how you do your nutrition disciplines and habits and how you do your business habits and disciplines, it all just, like you said, snowballs. So I started to create a huge amount of discipline in one area and it translated to getting the courage to move to Columbus and getting the courage to build my business this time around is so much easier because I have that discipline because I treat my nutrition, my training, my finances, my relationships and my business with the same amount of intention and discipline. And we were just like, I think we were on a walk with the boys the other day and we kind of thought about this topic and how we treat our finances. We look at our budgets, we communicate about it and we make changes weekly. We're like, okay, if we overspent in this area, how can we fix it next week or next month? And that communication and that self-reflection and willingness to make change 
translates to our relationship and it translates to our nutrition. We'll look at our budget. We'll look at our nutrition and our food for the week and be like, how can we make changes next week? So that constant reflection and acceptance and like willingness to make change applies to all of our areas of our life. And you just have to continue to be consistent in order to see those areas of your life improve. So one thing I do with my clients when they first start with me is like making a small habit, like your step goal, your water goal, or even just like making your bed each day. Like when you, there's like statistics out there and like research on people who make their bed are more disciplined throughout the day because you keep one promise to yourself. It's the smallest thing. You make your bed, then you keep that one promise to yourself. Then you treat your, like for me, the next vote I cast for myself, that I'm someone who's consistent. I take my greens every day. Then we drink our coffee. Then I do my morning routine. Then I work out. So before I even start the day for my business and like how I show up for work, I've kept like 10 promises to myself and how I treated those small things like making my bed, waking up at 5 a.m., not snoozing my alarm and getting in your steps, getting in your water. You are much more successful in your fitness, your relationships, and your performance at work too when you treat these tiny things with consistency, with so much intention, it literally just snowballs. And we also kind of got inspiration for this episode from the queen, Kayla Barnes. If you guys don't follow her on Instagram, I don't know how because we reshare every single infographic she posts, but she did this post and I want to kind of read it to continue on with this conversation. But how you do anything is how you do everything. How you show up for your loved ones, how you treat strangers, how you organize your life, how you treat your body, and how you treat your mind, how you make your bed in the morning. Nothing is isolated. How you do one thing will bleed into every single aspect of your life. And that all falls back on momentum. Like Christina talked about, making her bed in the morning really sets the tone and sets the momentum for that given day. And so I think if you are someone who is reflecting right now and who is like, you know, maybe some of my habits that I'm using on a daily basis are not positively impacting that end goal or that outcome that I'm looking for, I think that's where you guys have to really reflect on your values because what it is that we value, that's what we're going to place the utmost importance on. And Christina talked about it earlier in this podcast where when she was wanting to be somewhere else, she was starting to realize that a lot of her actions, like being a little bit more social, were kind of taking the front seat versus you know, prioritizing her business or really learning what it takes to level up that portion of her business. And so that's where I think, you know, reflecting on your guys' values is very, very important. Like are are those habits and are the things you're doing daily in alignment with those values or the things that you guys really want to prioritize or are they not? Because I know me and Christina have both been there where it's, you know, we were really prioritizing our social life well above everything else. And when you prioritize whatever that that number one thing is that you prioritize, you will justify just about anything Mm -hmm. to sustain that number one thing. So if you're someone who is really social or prioritizing your social life over, you know, maybe other things that you want to accomplish, there's a good chance that that's where your time, your effort is going to shift toward. And so getting aligned with what it is you guys value can be very important as far as, you know, changing this trajectory by shifting, you know, from those negative habits into more of those positive habits that do better serve the life that you ultimately want to live. Yeah. And if you're someone who's listening to this and if you're listening to this this far into the episode, you obviously care about changing your life and changing your mindset and treating the small things like the big things, essentially. So what I would do, like if I could rewind and like what I did from 25 year old Chris to 29 almost year old Chris to treating the small things like the big things is like just build small habits and momentum, like from the moment you wake up until the moment you go to sleep. So like waking up at five and not snoozing your alarm. Once you snooze your alarm, you tell yourself like, 
it's okay. We're to okay with that. Sleep in, <laughs> yeah. And not hold myself accountable. And then that applies to deadlines at work. Probably, like if you're someone who snoozes your alarm consistently, you probably push back deadlines at work. It shows up in all areas. So if you tell yourself, "I'm waking up at five and you do it," it does something subconsciously. Then how you make your bed. Then when you take your greens, like those three habits, just start there. Like do one habit each week until you build up and then you're going to be consistently having a morning routine. You're going to be doing personal development on your way to work, listening to a podcast every day. I know for Zach, for a while you were listening to music on the way to and from work, but you were like, I want to grow. I want to listen to podcasts or listen to audiobooks. Where can we fit that in your day? And then you started treating your drive to work with intention and now you're growing your business because of it. So it's these small habits that you can weave into your day that build serious momentum, whether that's growth in your physique, growth in your mindset, growth in your business. Even if you are not an entrepreneur, these can all still apply to you. The way you perform at work says a lot about how you perform in the gym and with your daily habits. So when you become disciplined, you start stacking these small habits over and over and over. You over time become someone who keeps their word, not only to yourself, but to everyone in your life. I did a post a while ago, like you trust others. Like I trust Zach with everything because he never, he never lies about anything or he never goes back on his word or he's not reliable, you know, unreliable is what I'm trying to say. Um, but if you break promises to yourself, you are someone who's unreliable to you. So you have to treat yourself like someone you love and you have to build trust consistently by showing up even when you don't want to like Zach would show up for me even if it was inconvenient and Mm -hmm. I would do the same for him so you have to act the same way for yourself and then over time you are now someone who keeps their word and you're someone who performs at a high level and that's why you guys are here in the first place yeah and I even think about how my discipline that I created around fitness really helped us when we hired Stacia, our financial coach. Like I remember early on, there was a lot of resistance for me where, you know, I wasn't tracking my finances. You know, I wasn't tracking the income coming in and the expenses going out. I always, you know, kind of half-assed tried where I was like, okay, I'm making this and then I'm spending about this in each category, but it'd always be loose and inconsistent and I wasn't disciplined with it. And I remember even when we hired Stacia, I mean, that's why we hired her because we were struggling, but even when I did hire her, I know in the in the first couple of months, you know, I wasn't doing the best I could. You know, I was basically losing those small internal battles where, you know, I would get to say a weekend and Christina and I, we had a specific amount of money budgeted for a specific category, but you know, oh, it's just that one time. Like you kind of just tell yourself like, oh, it's just that's this one time I'll go over. Like we want to be able to do this specific experience. It's never and it's just like, the one time. <laughs> and it's never just that one time. And that's what's so crucial for you guys to realize because even for me, I was realizing that, okay, I'm not instilling the habits I need to be in the place I want to be financially. And I knew I had to make change. And even though I had help, I deep down had to be the one to make the change. And so I just applied the same mindset that I had with tracking my nutrition, which I was getting really good at. I was very disciplined with. And I said, look, if I I just asked, told myself this, I was like, if I can do this with my nutrition, if I can be on target with tracking calories in calories out and several other factors, like why can't I just do this with my with my finances? And so I really just motivated myself to instill that same discipline that I was using with my nutrition into my financial tracking and it really changed the game and then I started to get more discipline with that then I wasn't messing up and I wasn't slipping up where I was losing those small internal battles about making that excuse to just do that one thing because like Christina said we started to understand just how significant those little things can impact the bigger thing and how those little things can compound in your favor or not in your favor and our actions on a daily basis are casting those votes with every single decision that we make. We are either casting a vote to put that thing off or to attack it head on and just do it. 
because a lot of times it just falls back on we just get in that mode of and, and a, a habitual mode of, of procrastination where we just keep pushing things off or pushing things off and i promise you guys if you, the more you tell yourself like oh that's this is just that one time or oh you know this thing can wait that is developing that subconscious habit that other things can wait that you can push these other things off because i'm telling you like we've seen it in ourselves we see it in clients and the more you guys can build those small battles in your favor where you can win those small internal battles, the more you're going to create positive habits around the things that you really want to accomplish in life. Yeah. And I think stacking up those internal battles as a win or a loss is so important because on a consistent basis, if you win the day, it builds momentum. Or if you lose the day, we got, we got to change something. And when you reflect in that way with every area of your life, it makes a big difference. I notice a huge change for you. Like for me, tracking finances is really hard. My money mindset, thank God for Stacia. And that's why we have a whole episode with her. She relates a lot of it to fitness because she's also a fitness client for me. And she replied, or she relates a lot of the tracking when it comes to finances to tracking calories. And once that, that clicked for Zach, like I would still be struggling. And you're like, it's just like tracking. It's just fitness. Like we're good at fitness. Let's be good at this. And that inspired me to seeing you do that. And I think once that clicked for you, it also made us more consistent with our tracking for nutrition too. Like I feel like we hit like a big momentum shift where we were like so consistent with tracking on the weekends too because we were kind of certain weekends loosely tracking. a little bit too much. And then we were like, okay, we want to be here. Why aren't we there? It's the same thing with finances. Like if we're here and we want to get from A to Z, what do we have to change? Then once we changed it with our finances, it really shifted for nutrition too because we're like, this is just like tracking finances. Like we got to put the same amount of effort and intention into tracking our fitness. And I think when you stack up those wins in other areas, it applies to your fitness. So if you're someone who's struggling with keeping promises to yourself with your fitness, look at how you're spending your days. Look at how you're treating all these little habits. You may think like no, like, what is it? Your characters when no one's watching, you may think nobody's watching, but subconsciously you're always casting a vote for yourself as someone who keeps a promise or somebody who does slacks essentially. So are you going to win these internal battles? Or are you going to continue losing and being frustrated that you're not where you want to be? And a lot of that falls back on the idea of self-awareness, you know, having that self-awareness to realize that change needs to happen. And the more you guys make these good, these positive decisions and these decisions that reinforce the life that you ultimately want to live, you'll then continue to take further pride in committing to those habits and to those routines because you've seen the positive impact that it has on your life. You've seen how it's positively changed one area or another, and then that's going to motivate you and keep you disciplined to continue following through. I, I just always think about, you know, when Christine and I are coaching clients for the first time and like they, they get that first taste of like what true progress looks like and feels like, you know, with their physical health, their mental health. And in that, it motivates them to continue doing the protocols that we have for them. It, it, it motivates them to continue to win those internal battles. So that slight bit of evidence can go a really long way. So I promise you guys just keep sticking with those positive habits, even if you aren't feeling that direct return right away, you know, within the first couple of days or the first week or whatever it may be as it pertains to that specific area of your life, just keep going. Cause I promise you the more you get better at showing up for yourself and the more you lean into those positive habits, the more they're going to be reinforced in your life and the more motivated and disciplined you're going to be to continue showing up for yourself and continue doing those things, even when you experience those smaller internal battles. So once again, guys, you know, how you do one thing is truly how you do everything. And one, one area of your life is without a doubt going to bleed into those other areas of your life, depending on how you let it. 
Yeah. And there's no coincidence just to give you tangible evidence that like when you start treating your fitness with a lot of intention, I see and Zach does too. Like every client will go through a transformation of getting a promotion or leaving their job for something that makes them happy, not settling in relationships as well. So when you stop settling for like lack or your lowest potential in terms of like your fitness, you stop settling in your career. You stop settling in your relationships. You stop settling in friendships. You can outgrow things, but like how you treat your fitness, I see it every single time. Clients will either get a change in job, change in relationship, or they will move across the country. Like they just stop settling in all areas because once you see like, oh, I can do hard things, I can achieve things that were outside of my scope of like comfort zone, then it applies to every area. So when you get out of your comfort zone in your fitness, you'll do the same in every single area. And that's why we love this so much because it can truly be the catalyst for a life transformation. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not just tracking macros. It's not just you know, showing up in the gym and, and moving some weight around. It's teaching you guys deep life principles about yourself. How do you how do you do under pressure? How well do you do, you know, when you are trying to be a little bit more disciplined? How well, you know, do you do when you're trying to build upon a new habit? You know, all these things you guys are learning in your fitness journey are directly applying to areas of your life. And if you let it, it can take you a really long way, especially when you start to learn disciplines like delayed gratification, which is a huge component of how you do one thing is how you do everything. Probably do a whole episode on that. Which we'll do a whole entire episode on. Um, But once again, guys, you know, always be self-auditing, always be self-reflecting on what those habits are basically leading you to. You know, are the habits you are taking today serving the life you ultimately want to live down the line or are they not? And if they're not, that's where you guys have to stop and start adjusting and pivoting, you know, those habits that aren't aren't serving you and start implementing and flipping them into habits that are going to work for you and are going to benefit the life that you ultimately want to live because whether you guys realize it or not, those small, small tiny little habits and those little actions you're taking on a daily basis are teaching your subconscious how to respond when those battles come up and when those battles do occur in your life. Yeah, when you're under pressure the true colors come out. Like when you were saying those examples of like, you learn how you respond in certain situations. You also learn how to do the hard things. Cause like yesterday I was squatting and Zach was spotting me and I felt like I was going to like have my last rep at four. And you were like, keep going. You have two more, like your form's good. Just keep going. And like, I got the most reps I have at that weight since my back injury. And if he wasn't there telling me like, you can do this hard thing, like I probably would have stopped early and sold myself short, but that translated into how I do everything. Like I'm obviously launching a group coaching program today and that's out of my comfort zone. It's something I have not done, but doing the hard things, like pushing a couple extra reps, how I respond under a barbell, as silly as it sounds, it translates to how I get out of my comfort zone in business too. So don't sell yourself short. And it's all a mindset. Yeah. Positive or negative. Exactly. And I want to read this quote one more time from Caleb Barnes because I think it really just nails in everything we're saying in this episode. But how you do everything, how you do anything is how you do everything. How you show up for loved ones, how you treat strangers, how you organize your life, how you treat your body, how you treat your mind, how you make your bed in the morning. Nothing is isolated. How you do one thing will bleed into every other aspect of your life. So let's win the internal battles this upcoming week. We appreciate you guys for listening to this short and sweet episode of Life Rewired. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode on your story. Tag Zach, myself, and the Life Rewired podcast with your main takeaway. And be sure to check the show notes too for coaching applications and our NASH sponsor code down below to save you 10% on your first order. And we'll see you guys next week. See you guys next week. Peace out.